0: In a world where the Marks think they know better than the wrestlers and the bookers, the Fantasy Booking Institute exists to pretty much do exactly that. This is a visit from the FBI. Welcome to another episode of A Visit from the FBI, your weekly dose of fantasy booking. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I'm joined, as always, by my partner in crime fighting, District Attorney Vincent K. Fabe. What's going on, man? How are you?
1: Not a cop. That's how I not am.
0: Not, uh, you are, but not I'm not. I'm Yeah. That's uh, our new merch up on the store. So go to shop.spreadshirt.com order WBU. We have not a cop shirts. They're awesome.
1: That, uh, that's, that one is epic. That is you uh, you, good sir have a mind for funny things to put on shirts
0: <laughs> I do my best uh, <laughs> uh, I'd like to remind everyone Raw and Order is part of the Tatnus Co podcast network so make sure to check out the other shows on the network like the Tatnus Podcast Uncensored Chick and Hen with S&M In the Dice Box Slam, Basement Bullshit and the newest edition Carpool Shenanigans um, go over to tatnusco.com and uh, check them out and then come back here and uh, listen to our show because we like having you here. Um, If you are one of the people who is new to this particular show, the premise of the Fantasy Booking Institute is simple. We take turns challenging each other to book some unknown and often very unlikely scenario in the world of pro wrestling. We do not discuss them in advance, so the answers are entirely off the cuff uh, and, and hopefully funny. Before we get into it, I'd like to remind everyone, make sure you like, share, and subscribe to this podcast on whatever podcast platform you use. Click that like button to make sure you get notified whenever we post a new episode, which is almost daily with our wrestling reviews of Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and AEW. Uh, It's it's basically almost every day of the week you get a new podcast there, so make sure to check that out. And and like you said at the beginning, now we're a pissant t-shirt company. Yes. So that's. Well, kind of I hard. mean, in fairness, we've outsourced the t-shirt actual manufacturing. We're just a pissant t-shirt design company.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, that's that's about as legit as it comes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but um. So, I never remember uh, who went first last week. So, who, who do you want to go first do you want
1: me to go first? first I'll let you go first. I, I'm 97% oh, okay. sure I went first last week because I uh, continue to weekly complain about the fact that I don't get to go first ever in the other segment, which also does give me the ability to decide how much of a district attorney I am.
0: <laughs> well, that's... That, well then i look forward you to you being a huge district attorney to me uh so my challenge to you um i don't know if you've noticed the rumor going around but there is a rampant rumor and speculation that uh wwe is being shopped for sale to espn fox or maybe another party um that okay. the, not just the wwe network which was the original rumor but wwe as a whole would be sold to espn or um so if
1: that it, happens is shane and not and stephanie not wanted or i mean well be more con- stephanie con- trips but
0: con- considering uh shane has stock but he has no actual business uh like he's relationship, not a, he, he's
1: he's a, yeah, he's a uh, talent.
0: He's a talent, yep. Um, and Stephanie owns some stock, but controlling interest stock is almost exclusively owned by Vince McMahon. So, uh, he can do whatever the hell he wants. Basically.
1: Boy, I I would much rather see that in the hand. But I guess ESPN is Disney. Yeah, okay, so I'm still gonna say this. I'd much rather see that in the hands of Fox.
0: So, so here's here's my challenge for you um with that rumor uh trips might not be the chosen one after all so i need you to book triple h in aew
1: triple h in aew um so you remember a couple weeks ago when i had you book a hostile a week ago i had you book a hostile takeover of any brand from another brand um I I don't know how you cannot have that be a hostile takeover if you're forcing him to AEW. I personally think Trips goes and buys a different piss-at and t-shirt company um, with his money and starts developing his own. Because I don't maybe and maybe he just takes ownership of NXT like he buys that brand. Um, I'll say in advance. That said. um, I would assume. I mean, yeah. If you're gonna do chip, trips in that way, you have to do them as a business hostile takeover, kind of a, kind of how they did, um, smack or not smack, Survivor Series this year, last year, uh, with him guiding others in their dismantling of another organization. Uh, yeah, I think that's the only way you can do that. I mean, I think you have Keith Lee attack Cody Rhodes and, and you know, the people that follow trips. So it's going to be NXT, um, for the most part, uh, you know, Seth Rollins, maybe even go after Cody or Jericho or Dean Ambrose. I'm sorry, John Moxley, um, you know, that move i think is the is the only way you can book a storyline there and it sounds so very very wwe um that i don't think I, i'll be honest I, I, it would never happen it just wouldn't but that's well, the only way you can book that in
0: the tough thing that comes with that is simply you know if the sale goes to espn or fox or whoever right and trips go someplace else you know, uh, most of those other people are going to be under contract to ESPN or Fox. True, true. So uh, how how do you do that with all of his talent being under contract? Yeah, um...
1: It's probably a Cody challenge to Trips at that point. If you don't, if you can't bring any talent with you, then I think it becomes a Cody challenge to, to Trips and says, you know what, I destroyed the throne once. Now I'm gonna destroy the king along with it. Um, yeah, I don't. I, truth be told, I don't think that this rumor is true. I mean, I, I think that that Vince may be willing to sell out of his shares, but um, somebody's going to have to come into a leadership role in that organization and it's probably needed it for five six years, but um, I would I would say if AEW put Trips under a talent contract, that's what it would be. It would be to for Cody to finally exercise his demons, so to say against the king and, and show him somebody might have been the king of kings before but now I'm the king With a Cody win, obviously. Okay. So, that's... I mean, I I can't really go super in-depth here because I just can't see it. It's so impossibly hard to see that concept. Um, Maybe I'm wrong, but that's really... That's a difficult one to see.
0: Well, I mean, in fairness, while, like I say, it's still just rumors, um, the rumors come from people who typically have pretty good track records in these things, but still just rumors. Um however, you and I both lived through the uh the um merger with AOL I mean, time War, uh of WCW and we've seen how badly uh putting a corporation in charge a, a corporation that has no wrestling ties. In charge yeah. of a wrestling company can kind of backfire for you. Well, and, and we've seen it a little bit with SmackDown. I mean,
1: uh, NBC's done a really good job of letting Vince be fans. And as Fox has taken some additional control uh, with SmackDown and everything, they've almost acted confused. You know, like, wait, wait, th- that's the big star. No, 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 that's the big star. No, we want that guy. He's the big star. And it doesn't work. You can't just target the big star at the time because it's a long-term build. It's a long-term story. Um, it, Fox is notorious for not seeing the long-term. I mean, they did it with Family Guy, canceling them twice, <laughs> you know? Um and this is a long-term where you have to tell the story and keep them around long-term if you're gonna buy the whole company. Um, there would be no benefit in them dis- dissolving the company whatsoever. Um, I could see, I, I think it's more realistic to see Disney pick up uh WWE network than it is to see Fox pick up all or anybody pick up all of WWE. It will be bad. It, yeah, it uh, be it will be bad if a, if a, really? if wrestlers aren't in charge of wrestling. It will be bad.
0: And that's the deal. I I think you're correct. The more likely uh, scenario is one of those companies buys the network. I think it's short-sighted of Vince McMahon to sell off the network. Uh, that in the long run, the network is is really the future of professional wrestling as a company that um, there will be a time, not not in the time right now with the Fox deal, but there will be a time in the future where WWE will, will think to themselves, why do we even have to be on? everyone's got internet yeah uh, you know and and you know I think they're just thinking right now in the old business model fox you know and don't get me wrong it is still currently the best way to get your show into houses is still cable but it's becoming less and less the best way every year um oh absolutely. I mean I I specifically had to go out of my way to sign up for sling teachers so I could get USA network and TNT. Alright. Yeah. Um, because if it wasn't for those, I I wouldn't have uh any sort of cable right now. I would do everything exclusively streaming. If I could get Raw and SmackDown and Dynamite on uh, uh just the app streaming on the internet, whether it's WWE Networks app or or TNT has an app and doesn't require you to have a uh cable subscription, I would not sign up for cable. And I think well, I mean, I'm not the only
1: the NXT agreement with with USA right now works better for that. I mean, you have to wait three weeks, four weeks, for Raw or SmackDown to show up on the network, and NXT shows up in 24 hours. You know, if, uh, I think the, the value to the network, I think the network is the value for any of those organizations. I don't, uh, and yes, the talent is the value in the future writing and everything like that. Um, but you, you really, as an organization, if you're gonna pick up something you don't know a whole lot about, you have to trust the people who know a whole lot about it. Um, it doesn't work. It wouldn't work for me to be put in charge of a biotech company as I'm a, as I'm a district attorney, you know? Like, that doesn't do anything for anybody. Um, I'm not actually a district attorney, but the application is very, very relevant um you know it it doesn't work for for a cop to run a multi-million dollar cell phone company because he has his his exposure to cell phones is a cell phone you know yeah that's right i went there
0: to see i could do
1: it (laughs) maybe maybe i mean you're a cop but you're you're actually a detective now so you're i mean you know how to go up through the ranks at least (laughs)
0: Anyway. So. <laughs> no, that's the deal. Is I think, one, well, and, and more specifically, I think, say it goes through, WWE sells off the network to ESPN or Fox or whoever. Doesn't even matter. Access TV. Doesn't matter who they sell it off to. I just see in two years, three years, four years' time, maybe as long as five years down the road, uh, uh, them regretting that decision because suddenly they'll start thinking, hey, we you know want to move away from this tv and move more and more to streaming uh you know and but now we don't have all of that all of that backbone that we had to go into a network it's gone now we've got to just kind of start from scratch uh, you know um but but i'm not the multi-billionaire owner of wwe you know making these decisions uh I'm a pissant t-shirt designer. (laughs) Slash detective.
1: Detective. Yes. Not a cop. Not a cop. You were, though. So once a cop, always a cop. You're a cop. Nope. Nope, I'm undercover. My shirt says (laughs) not a cop. (laughs) Oh, that's fantastic. Seriously, go buy a shirt, folks. Especially the not a cop one. That's
0: hilarious. So, <laughs> but that's the deal. I mean, like in in regards to trips going to to AEW, like I said in the intro, that's not gonna happen. If WWE gets sold to Fox or ESPN and Triple H is out as a, an executive, uh, he is not gonna go back into a wrestling anywhere. He's, no, I think he's, he's, he's past to that. Do that. Um, he'll probably take whatever buyout is offered to him and. You know him and staff will go off and probably do some other startup.
1: Yeah, I, I, I like really, that. I
0: mean, unless he
1: can buy out NXT, I don't see him doing anything with another organization. I, I, see him either starting his own, um, or, or, or being done with it. I mean, he may just be done. He's, what is he, sixty-seven now, sixty-eight? Not sure. Sorry. You. <laughs> <That's laughs> he, no, he's he's, he's like. He's like... <laughs> he's like 50 but anyway no i i understand that i i really like that that was probably one of the more difficult ones you've given me because there's not it's there's just almost no level of realism to that i mean it's it's worse than the werewolf one i gave you um the bad supernatural concept so
0: yeah that's where i'm at but i chose dexter loomis to be the werewolf And you're now a huge Dexter Loomis fan. I am a
1: gigantic Dexter Loomis fan. Um, God, I love that guy. All right.
0: Okay. So what you got for me?
1: Okay. So, because there's now a title that can be defended anywhere, everywhere, all the time, it's been around for uh, probably about almost a year now, I would assume. Maybe even longer than that. Um, with the 24-7 title, yay! Anyway, um, I am going to challenge you to a Money in the Bank ladder match to get the 24 20- for a title shot at the 24 7 championship, you have to book that. I know. It's book. the dumbest thing I've ever said. And that's why I'm so excited to hear you try to book this.
0: So, book a ladder match for the 24 7 match. A no, Money in the Bank ladder match for the 24 7 title. Yeah, you're correct. That is a stupid challenge
1: um, well because theoretically I mean you can you can challenge for it anytime you want but but WWE's is so good at, at making just the most ridiculous storylines where somebody would be like oh, I just and I, I never get a shot at the W at the 24/7 championship gosh you know we're um, better still uh, uh, that that now that money in the bank contract is is the thing that that is defended 24-7 instead of the title.
0: Yeah, possibly. I don't know. I mean, the, the uh, more realistic thing to have me book is have me book someone to somehow or another beat Rob Gronkowski to get the 24-7 championship because it literally has not been seen since WrestleMania Part 2 uh, which was a month ago. Yeah. Yeah, rough, right? Uh, and Rob Gronkowski is now back it's in the NFL.
1: A professional football player who has to lose the title. I'm betting the 24-7 title may have just disappeared.
0: It wouldn't surprise to be perfectly honest. It, you know, the 24-7 title behind the scenes was apparently a USA Network pitch idea. Uh, they wanted to try to give something uh exciting to boost the ratings and it didn't it short term did cause a little bit of a boost so i guess credit there but long term it really didn't
1: well it becomes such a i mean as the hardcore title initially that did really great you know and then even when it was put up for grabs all the time um i i just i i sincerely believe that it's booked wrong because i think you have to have even if it's a 15 second rule i'm challenging Okay, now there's 15 seconds to prep, or so many seconds to prep. I also think that you need the title changes
0: online all the time. So if you want, I'll change it.
1: I, no, I, no, it's
0: fine. It's fine. I, I want to do the the thing. I'm. I just was pointing out that you know we've got a champion who hasn't been seen and hasn't hasn't done anything. You know, like when Mojo Raleigh uh was champion, there were vignettes of him uh out there with with uh, his his goon behind him saying nope not gonna not gonna let you do it uh but 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 they don't have that right? right right now it's just been absolutely nothing no no sign of it no anything um and so i mean the other thing part of what made the uh hardcore championship 24 7 belt work was that hardcore stipulation? No one no, ever won that with just a roll-up. Period. No,
1: no. They and this put someone run. through a
0: table Excuse and then me. won it. Hit him with a with a car or or something, you know. Um, and that's that's where the booking for this probably fell apart the most, in my opinion, is that they really should have, uh, if they're if they're going to you know, book this as twenty four seven every title change except for a few gimmick titles like if you want to have kyle bush or um you know uh the fox sportscaster rob stone or whoever win it do those with just simple roll ups or something gimmicky like well and i think but i think uh, the gimmick for that had had already been set up when so think back
1: to santino morella's intercontinental title win it wasn't it was a uh no holds barred match or um no D- no dq match which I, I really don't know what the difference in those two is but okay. Um and then Bobby Lashley comes out, Spears, umaga and uh Santino wins the title. That's how you do Kyle Bush winning the twenty four seven championship. Somebody who's just infuriated that he can't get the title beats down on him and then goes, Well fine, Kyle Bush will have it, you know, type thing
0: well that's the deal but i like i'm fine with in those situations of being a roll-up but if r-truth has the title um mojo raleigh shouldn't just surprise him with a roll-up sure. r-truth should be backstage walking along mojo raleigh comes along and and power bombs him or something you know what i mean a, a legitimate something and to pin him for the title um but anyways that's neither here nor there because uh,
1: also I want you to book the the cash in of said money in the bank for the 24/7 channel title, title cuz you do bring up an interesting point with Gronk now being in the NFL um, how does that cash in happen
0: yeah well and that's the deal it's i mean that's an NFL gets of fun the NFL actually issued a statement saying that there will not be cash ins uh, on the sidelines or at the game right because they want to make sure that you know he's not going to be sitting on the sidelines before the game or celebrating a touchdown, and R Truth comes out and rolls him up at the top. That'd be fantastic, though. Well, yeah, <laughs> I don't before
1: know. the NFL, but it'd be fantastic for WWE. If,
0: if you're wanting to win viewers coming uh, to watch wrestling, uh, making a mockery of their favorite, uh, legitimate sport not probably the best way to do it so oh probably um, not. so i think i think geez money in the bank ladder match for a chance to challenge for the 24 7 title <laughs>
1: it sounds so dumb because it is
0: <laughs> it is because you have to make some sort of rule where like uh once once that belt once that the uh briefcase is won there no one can challenge for the belt until he cashes that in.
1: See C- and okay, go ahead.
0: Um to to make it something where it's it's worth it to have that, you know? Because True. like you say, right now you can challenge for it whenever you damn well want just by running up. And so by making it this way where you are exclusively the next challenger. No one else can challenge until you challenge. At least gives there some stakes to winning this. That that I think um as for who you would have in the b- match, that is a Everyone. tougher question because half of the people I would put in that have uh, recently got fired <laughs> by the WWE. <laughs> so now I've it's got to give
1: last as an AEW.
0: Um, he got fired from WWE, but last I heard, he hadn't officially went. Yet. He'll land in AEW. Most likely. Well, or going back to AAA, where he came from. Yeah. Anyway, sorry.
1: Just that's the that's the big firing of the week, I think, right now. Well, other than Briscoe.
0: Yeah. No, I think in reality Jerry Briscoe is. uh The big firing of the week, because that guy goes all the way back to Vince, you know. Oh yeah. He was Vince' right hand, and in in fact, when Vince Jr. took over from Vince Sr., part of the deal was that he kept on his right hand men, uh, Pat Patterson and Jerry Briscoe. So it only took like 35 years for Vince McMahon to kick him to the curb. But okay, so sorry we get distracted. Yes. So, in the Money in the Bank the 24/7 title Money in the Bank Money match. in the Bank ladder match, we would have to have um we'd have to have our truth in it because all with everything seven. Uh, Well, Riddick Moss and unfortunately, uh freaking Mojo Rawley. <laughs> Both of them. Well, um, we put it. God, it's so tough because like, I, I look through and there's like, oh, this guy could be in it. But put, putting someone in the, the 24-7 title is kind of a doubt. Like I was like, oh, you could put Jinder Mahal in it. He's back. But Jinder Mahal is a former... WWE (laughs) champion. Like it or not. So I'm enjoying
1: this way too much because this is just like the worst challenge of all time.
0: So, um, three more. Well, let's you know what? I got an idea. Okay. So we got those three. Mojo Raleigh, um, um, what's his face? Um, Riddick Moss, and Our Truth. And then the Forgotten Sons. All three of them. Okay. Uh because then you can tell a storyline of the Forgotten Sons all teaming up on everyone else. So effectively then, Grunkowski, Riddick Moss, and R-Truth have to kind of join forces just to stand a chance. Grunkowski, you know I mean? Mojo. Mojo. Raleigh Yeah, excuse me, Mojo. They're all the same. Riddick Moss, Rob Gronkowski, Mojo Raleigh. they're all the same. It's control C, Control B. Except for one
1: actually has an NFL career still. not oh, true. I mean, pending that there is NFL next year.
0: Well, what I I don't understand is if you went to all the trouble to officially retire from the Patriot, why would you come back to go to Tampa Bay?
1: To play with Toms or
0: I don't know. Don't get me wrong. Tom Tom Brady is going to be Tom Brady and everything. But do we really think Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski were the missing pieces to... Uh, Tampa Bay making it and winning a Super Bowl. I don't.
1: Anyway, this, this isn't an NFL phone, uh, podcast, so let's get back to that. It
0: sure is not. It would be really boring if you and I talked NFL. because We'd be like, well, yeah, that um, uh, that one team. They they played lots of sports there. Sports really good.
1: Imagine talking the draft and be like, who's that?
0: <laughs> yeah, that. It says he played for Clemson. I don't know. Ooh, ooh, ooh! They they might draft a Husker in the fourth round. No, <laughs> no. no. undrafted free agents, all of them. Anyways, no. um, nope. They so, had one. Oh. so yeah, so, he's gonna play with Tom
1: or Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski.
0: Yeah, he was the missing piece.
1: That's right.
0: Anyway, so so the Forgotten Sons versus uh, Riddick Moss. Uh, uh, Mojo Rawley and R-Truth um, and so the storyline is going to be like I said uh, the winner gets exclusive next shot at the belt Okay, exclusive so no one else can challenge until they, they still can challenge whenever they want they can cash it in, but they exclusively so they get a chance to like plan it. Um you know set up
1: a scheme.
0: So, um storyline wise in the match, you of course have the Forgotten Sons working as a unit, uh, trying to set up Jackson Riker, their leader, to be the one to win. It looks fairly obvious that their goal in the end is gonna be basically just form a wall in front of Jackson Riker so that he can climb the ladder and get the briefcase so the other three uh especially the super athletic R-Truth uh the pretty darn athletic Mojo Raleigh and the I guess he's okay Riddick Moss, Riddick Moss. uh you know get gets to try to do more flipty doos uh and stuff like that to to get Steve Cutler and um what are the other guys names Wesley Blake. Uh, uh, out God of the way. <laughs> yeah. I, I I keep trying to say something and then I forget about him. Um, the long story short, if we're playing this in current storyline, it means Gronkowski is still the 24-7 champion uh, after getting, winning it off of his good friend Grung, uh, uh, Mojo Raleigh. So the logical uh winner would be mojo Rawley in this book. Had give him a chance to to even the score and win it back from uh Gronk. I think he gets it. And then you have this whole thing set up where uh Mojo uh is at the Tampa Bay training facility um in the weight room wearing like uh, a wig and a Tampa Bay training jersey. Uh, working out while Gronkowski comes in to start working out and they do a big big whole shtick where uh, he goes he volunteers to spot Gronkowski and then he adds extra weights to the barbell uh, so that eventually it's too heavy and holds him down and then he wins one two three and then he runs away it's just like the worst thing of of, of ever
1: Crash TV bro I told you we should have done one of those tonight you didn't listen (laughs) <laughs>
0: but i mean the long story short is the it, the problems with 24 7 championship are not inherent to the 24 7 title it's the booking the way that they booked it as just this throwaway title where everyone wins it by roll-up absolutely if, if, if they did a slight tweak to it where kind of like you were saying you had to legitimately challenge but you could be challenged anywhere and everywhere 24 7 um but it was a wrestling match, you know, a face-to-face wrestling match. Just this one happens in the parking lot. This one happens at the gym or whatever. And then did them, you know, a uh, more often and frequently. Um, I think it would be okay. Uh, you'd also have to occasionally put some main eventers involved in, because that's part of what killed this. Was you know you'd have. Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns in a face-off in the middle of the ring, and then uh, these jobbers would all come running out chasing the 24-7 championship, and Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns would just stand there like, I don't want a part of that. You know, that that totally ruins any sense of stakes to it, you know? It does. I,
1: I wholeheartedly agree with that. I mean, it just becomes... Well, it becomes a throwaway championship which is exactly what we just mentioned. Mm-hmm. So, no, I just I, I wanted I was intrigued to to see how you would I don't know, how you would deal with the dumbest storyline I could possibly come up with.
0: Well, it was pretty dumb. <laughs>
1: Uh, I probably won't do that again. It's not. It's not mean. It's not like it was vicious, like making you. I don't know, like making that. you push Sid vicious to the top of the card. I could have done that. Uh, as I was about to say, as the third member of the NWO.
0: No so could have done it.
1: Wow, impressive.
0: He he would have he would have had. Uh, he would have been twice the man and have half the brains of the rest of the <laughs> other people in the NWO.
1: Uh <laughs> did, you know,
0: did you know that was pre-written that way? Just there there are reports both ways. He has said repeatedly that it is not, that it was just him getting marble mouth But anyways, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> we will move on to nullify, vilify, or deify. This is our shameless copy of what cultures fire push Barry. Um we just, you know copied it and pasted it and changed the names. Passed it off as our own, just like we used to do in school. I mean, allegedly.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because we allegedly went to school.
0: Can't prove it. Seriously. Go go look at the school records for Mark Smarts. You won't find it anywhere.
1: <laughs> no. No. You uh, certainly won't find a DA Vincent K. Fave in high school.
0: No. So, rules are simple. I'm going to challenge uh, DA Fave and then he'll challenge me afterwards. Uh, of the three choices, he must nullify someone out of wrestling entirely. He must vilify one to the bottom of the card, and then he must deify one just, less, just like Kevin Nash did to himself when he was head booker.
1: Wow, you you seriously did that one just because I mentioned
0: uh, Sid Vicious, didn't you? No, that was actually on my script. I wrote it before the show, so meh. Yeah. That's impressive. It's like we're on the same wavelength or something. Apparently.
1: I mean, it would... People might think we do a podcast together. We've synced our cycles. Can that can our, that not be the our, way we say that? Our mental cycle, mental. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say that one's gonna violate some some rules, and
0: maybe your spouse might not be happy with you for that one. Yeah, she's not happy. She's still not happy with me about the twenty dollar taco delivery last week. She was like, "When did you have twenty dollars in tacos delivered?" <laughs> I'm like,
1: ah, crap this, <laughs> you you really you really should not expose yourself on a podcast yeah. I really mean, should yeah, learn that my wife
0: listens it. to is yeah. what i should learn hi honey <laughs> love you
1: the interesting thing is she also listens to most of okay. our conversations where you would say the same things in your living room mm-hmm. so <laughs> okay
0: <laughs> yeah i apparently don't learn so, first round, your choices are because I don't think I've done this in a while. We are doing AEW women. So, your choices okay. for nullify, vilify, or deify are Shanna, Hikaru Shida, and Brandy Rhodes.
1: That's rough. Um, it's not rough because of Brandy. Like, I, yeah, that's. I don't want to be mean because she is developing, I guess. Um, but I, th- I think I have to nullify Brandy. Like, yeah probably nullify brandy um now comes the harder part because you got sheeta and you got shanna and they're both really good young like you're not you're not giving me a throwaway person because they've had their career and that's normally what we do so thanks for that you're welcome um, remember remember when i said i'm gonna be mean
0: uh. says the person who just challenged me to do a whole 24 7 thing you've already been me
1: oh <laughs> uh worst FBI of all time I apologize to the jury I apologize to the police academy I apologize to no one because it's hilarious to sit back and listen to you book stuff in such a bad world alright uh, Sheeta, Shanna uh, I'm going to vilify her car Sheeta, and I'm going to push Shanna to the title picture I just think there's more marketability to Shanna um, not by much but I think there's more marketability to her. Yes, the, uh, yes, I live in a Vince Man wrestling world where the blonde girl gets to push. Um, but that's kind of where we're at. So, um, yeah. That's that's uh, that's where I'm going with it.
0: I don't know if we can be friends.
1: I'm sorry. It's Shanna? I mean, we're talking about Shanna, man.
0: Yeah. No, I, I, I indeed gave you a big Sophie's Choice. You failed that. Sheena <laughs> all the way. That's all I'm saying. Uh...
1: Sophie's Choice. That's that's where you're gonna go with this one. with Sophie's Choice. Yep, okay. Yep, sure did. Fair enough.
0: What you got for me?
1: Oh crap! I wasn't even thinking. Which means as, as usual. Bad. All right. So, I think I want to do like a fantasy booking version of this, um, where I'm gonna give you three people to book as something that never happened. Does that That's make not sense?
0: the way this works.
1: That, this
0: is I, nullify, vilify, or deify, not fantasy. I booking. think I think you'll be pl-
1: pleased with this. It's a fantasy booking version of nullify, vilify, deify. I'm gonna change the rules on you a little bit because it happens on FBI every No, 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 no. no, no. So I'm gonna have you fantasy book Bret Hart as the third man, um, Mabel as the third. Not not like you. You just have to. Nullify, Vilify, or Deify. Any one of these three concepts. So, Bret Hart is the third man. Um, Mabel is the third man. I know where that one's landing. Um, and I'm gonna go with the, I don't, I, I do kind of want to see, I think this is an obvious one, but I, I, you were so excited to tell me that you could fantasy book Sid Vicious as NWO's leader. So, I want to see if you could fantasy book it better than you could, uh, uh Bret Hart, so I'm gonna say Sid Vicious as the NWO's third man.
0: Well, see, here's the deal, you booked yourself into a corner with that thing, because I don't actually have to book the thing. I just have to nullify Mabel because that's a horrible <laughs> idea. <about him laughs> the, I understand the third man. Um and of but the maybe, final two. Maybe
1: you're booking maybe you're forcing yourself to fantasy book next week.
0: Well, but of the other two, there's way more potential in it being Bret Hart as the third man. So, um, I don't know. Three big men. I mean, he's he's another big man who's beat Hogan before. Who's, who's had feuds with Nash before. You, you are throwing out some very good ideas, except for the fact that part of what in my book made the third man so good, um, or at least would make a good storyline for the third man is to have big man in Kevin Nash, uh, big man with some better work rate in Scott Hall and then an absolute brilliant technical wrestler in uh, Bret Hart oh, versus three big
1: men. So that's for what Hogan
0: was to you was an absolutely no, brilliant technical that's why wrestler. I said it would. that's why I said it would be a better working because you put Sid Vicious in there, effectively it's the same storyline, you know it's big man, big man, big man I could do it, but I don't wanna if you give me Bret Hart <laughs> as an option I'm gonna do that i don't wanna <laughs> so nullify mabel vilify sid vicious deify bret hard is that's the way it would fair enough
1: see it wasn't as mean as i could have been i've been mean before, but I,
0: I wasn't this time so anyways on that note we will probably start to wrap things up here it hasn't it's not our longest episode um but not our shortest by any means there either so um i would like to make sure everyone knows to uh like share and subscribe to raw and order wbu that way you get notified whenever we post a new episode which like i said earlier is nearly every day it
1: also is a really good way to find out about i don't know some, say some contests and mm-hmm. and events that we might have going on yeah. um is you're there... making me skip ahead
0: in my script I'm so sorry. I apologize. Like, share, subscribe, follow us on Twitter. You can follow me at Raw and Order WBU. You can follow DA Fabe at DA Vincent K Fabe. Um, review us on Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars, just like the absolute opposite of Jim Cornette watching Joey Ryan wrestle Orange Cassidy. (laughs) We have our Wix site. That's his version of hell. Do you think yeah. he just sits back and is like,
1: oh, yeah. I really need to find religion because otherwise I'm going to have to watch Joey Ryan versus Orange Cassidy matches for eternity. It'd
0: be like him he, he, him and hell would be like the endless DDD pro matches uh, and Chikara matches. Just like, it'd be like, oh, Joey Ryan and Orange Cassidy is over. What do I get to watch next? Oh, it's Kenny Omega wrestling a blow-up doll. Uh, I, Uh, and now what's after that oh it's a guy dressed as a tiger wrestling an inflatable uh unicorn oh oh, oh. anyways uh we do have a wix site you can find it in the doobly doos or in the pins tweet on uh twitter you can also there find all the ways to enjoy us listen to the show online read our blog uh, and then if you get the Wix app you can actually respond to the blog uh, and interact directly with me from wherever you are and now we have merch we mentioned it earlier but you can go to shop.spreadshirt.com slash raw and order WBU you can see it all there and if you want, you can tweet a link to this episode or any episode of Raw & Order with the hashtag, hashtag Raw And, Order WBU. and not only will you win, I have a chance to win one of our shirts, you will also be entered for a chance to win a shirt of your choice from ProWrestlingTees.com. Now we'd encourage you to use that choice to support one of the multitude of recently out of work wrestlers that have their shops up there, but we can't tell you what to do. So, but yeah, like great we way. We? Is it against the rules? No, we've got a, we've got a spending limit, but we can't really, as long as you're going to pro you're supporting a wrestler, not supporting WWE for firing people. So, um, But, like I said, all you have to do is pick an episode, tweet it, tweet a link to it, hashtag raw in order WBU in it, and you'll be entered to win. And guess what? You could do that as many times as you want. You could do that for every episode we put out a week. That's six episodes a week to do it you can do it for multiple it. times for an episode three
1: times for the same episode say you really really enjoyed the idea of of uh i don't know sid vicious being the third man or something i don't know how that became even a thought in my eye in my mind that's the worst idea ever other than mabel yeah
0: no i i'm pretty sure we have the worst idea ever it but but so yeah tweet out it's a tweet to win tweet out hashtag us raw and order wbu and one of you will win not just one but two shirts awesome and if it's a successful week and enough people do it we'll probably do it again next week what an awesome contest
1: tweeting for clothing is not a bad thing
0: costs you nothing zero dollars and have a chance to win two t-shirts sounds like a great deal to
1: Yeah, I mean, even if they're just, even if they're just, you know, underwear for you. I mean, I'd prefer that they weren't, but, you know, whatever works for you, bud.
0: Yeah, I mean, seriously, we can't tell you how to wear a t-shirt. Preferably, Preferably on, on your you. body. You be you, boo-boo. <laughs> anyway, on that note, we will close the books on this episode of <laughs> A Visit from the FBI. Um, like I say, like, share, subscribe, and we will see you soon with our AEW and NXT reviews. Thanks for listening. See you soon.